Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I'm excited this week for you to hear from a couple. Since it's Valentine's week, I'd love to let y'all hear from different people and how their strengths are showing up in their marriage. And it's always fun to get new little insights and um, talk with folks about their marriage. So welcome Rachel and Bracken Walden. So glad y'all are here today. Thanks, Miss Barbara. We're excited to be here. Hi, Miss Barbara. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. Y'all are just the best. It's just very fun. I I think about Rachel. I, you know, I've known you since you were young, just from growing up as a staff kid with crew and Bracken, I guess we just met you through AM and all the friends y'all had with Rachel, my Rachel and other people, but it's fun to see y'all a little married couple and mm-hmm. kind of have been along the sides watching y'all come together. So I'd love for you just to introduce yourself, who you are, where you live and what you do. I'm Rachel Walden. Um, I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but I moved to Texas 10 years ago and I am a stay at home mom to two little boys, Bracken, who is three and a half, and Bowen, who is two. Oh, fun. Yeah, and I'm Bracken Walden. Um, I'm originally from Tyler up in East Texas and moved to Austin in 2013. And I work in oil and gas and ranching. Mm, that's great. Well, I'd love to hear just how y'all kind of first met and your little love story, how you decided that you wanted to be married to each other? Well, we first met, let's see, after I went to Texas A&M and right after graduating, I worked for Crew as well. And Rachel was working for Crew here in Austin on the UT campus. I was at A&M and I believe it was winter conference. So for, for those of you who aren't familiar with Crew, we have a once a year conference in Fort Worth around Christmas time. And, you know, people from all over the country come to that and they have little breakout sessions. And in one of the breakout sessions, uh, a few of our students were going to the session. It was kind of thinking, okay, do you want to potentially intern with crew? Could ministry be a part of your career? And they had a video from all the current interns and Rach popped up on the screen Oh. And, uh, yeah, she, she was, yeah, they were interviewing all the different interns on this video. Just like, why, why did you intern and what do you like about it? What not? And saw Rach pop up on the screen. And I was like, who is that? Oh. And, uh, and I was sitting with one of my buddies and he's like, oh, that's Rachel Clary. I was like, yeah, I go on. Who is that? And he goes, dude, she's, she's dating somebody right now. I said, okay, well, they're not married, so no harm in going to introduce myself. And <laughs> uh, so we we met at that point, but it was it was a moment for me. Uh, Rachel's dating somebody else, so probably not as much much a moment for her. And then, what six months down the road, we had a a 
wedding that each of us, I was friends with the groom. She was friends with the bride. And so we both show up at this wedding, saw her again. And I'm thinking my goal for tonight is dance with that girl. And, uh, by the time I, I made a made a circle and came back to her, she had gone to go hang out with some of her friends because she was just visiting in town. And then moved, so thought, okay, well, that's maybe that's that's not what God has. So I ended up moving to Austin, and I had some extra time on my hands, so I thought I'll, I'll volunteer with Crew because I don't really know anybody. And uh, Rach was working for Crew, and so that kind of got me thinking again, like I don't. Let's let's see, you know, who this girl is. And I got to see her character. I got to see how she interacted with students and, you know, the rest of the staff and people older and younger than her. And I just admired her a ton. So I asked her out and she said yes. And that, the rest is history. And our staff team had a running joke that he was volunteering to find a wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I think I heard them say that they didn't see you around for a while after after you grabbed her. I think he came to maybe one more event and then he was not around much. Hilarious joke. We'll just say work, uh, work picked up some. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rachel? What do you, what's your take on y'all connecting? And I know it's, it was kind of a, um, a long time till y'all landed the plane there, right? Yes, yes. So we dated for three years, including being engaged. Including being engaged. Um, so that did feel a little longer. I know for me, yes, I was dating someone else whenever I met him. So I don't actually remember meeting him the first time. <laughs> I met a lot of people that night, uh, but I do remember meeting him at the wedding. Um, and so, yeah, I think a lot of us within dating he was maybe different than I expected and I'm indecisive by nature and I am from Louisiana, like I said, and I just kind of imagined like, Oh, I'll move to Texas for a year or two do crew and then move back. And so that was hard for me, I think for a while and still can be at times that I was like, wait, I might not live close to my family if this really works out. And so I feel like that was something I really had to process. Um, until we like made that decision. Um, and so, but Bracken was so kind and patient and continued to pursue me along the way. Yeah. And then we've been married five and a half years now. So, yeah. Wow. Well, it's so fun to kind of be on the sidelines cheering y'all on as you were dating. I remember Bracken, you came over to um, meet with Warren and y'all went what, out on the shooting range to, before you took her out on the first date or something like that? <laughs> that was the first date. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I was trying to think of something creative. And um, Rach had, let's see, that the night that I, I finally got to nail down a date for the date, Rach had a birthday party she was supposed to be going to that night. But she said, but I could, I could go on a date, you know, before that. I said, that's great. I'll take, I'll take anything I can get right now. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> you're, I, I just want to be be around you. So um, we, I, I thought, okay, I'm going to take her to a shooting range because I knew that her her through Warren and through some others, um, I knew that her she was had three brothers and her dad and her brothers all like to hunt. So I was like, oh, maybe she'll, you know, think that's fun. And I just told her, look, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to the shooting range. And then uh, after that, you know, I can drop you back off at your birthday party. Or if we still have time, I'd love to take you to dinner um, and we'll see how it goes. 
okay, good. So go to pick her up and she lived in a, in a, uh, apartment complex and I was driving a, uh, you remember this? I was driving mm-hmm. a three quarter ton truck and I didn't, I'd never been to this apartment complex. So I see where guest parking is and it's in the bottom of the garage. And so mm-hmm. I like go down to the bottom of the garage. I've got like a, a bunch of flowers and get down there and it's, it's too, there's no parking spots and it's too small for me to turn around. And oh. a whole line of cars is trying to get down oh, there. Gosh. <laughs> so, so I like get out of my truck with these flowers and I'm like, you know, shooing people. It's like, y'all got to back up. And Rach comes, <laughs> like, comes out of the elevator, like right when I'm trying to like coordinate traffic to get everybody to back up so I can get out. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. Um, but yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the shooting range. And after that, uh, she said, I said, well, I can take your birthday. She's like, uh, I'll, I'll see her tomorrow. And I said, oh, that sounds oh. good. So <laughs> we, we went, uh, went and got a, a bite to eat. And that was like a six hour date. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Mm. Well, that's so fun. Well, Warren and I, like I said, have been privileged just to kind of be alongside y'all and loved being able to celebrate y'all at your wedding in Louisiana. That was so beautiful. But we both loved just our time with you all with, as we've mentioned on other podcasts, when we had our um, dig group, discipleship intensive group with five couples and y'all were part of that group one year. And one of the things that we did was talk about during our little marriage section about people's different Clifton strengths. And so I loved that time as we um, talked about it. And the second week, everyone come back with kind of just some insights and tell me what, let's start with what y'all's each of your top five strengths are and a little bit what you started learning. I mean, maybe you already knew a little bit about them at that point, but just kind of, to me, it was such a fun evening of hearing all the stories and everybody like, Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I go first. Uh, My top five strengths were includer, positivity, developer, woo and harmony Um, and it was so fun just to kind of see those and think through different phases of my life when I've seen those and I've seen them in different ways as we've been married and had children. And so like with an includer, I want everyone to be at everything all the time (laughs) or Uh I get sad. We've seen that even in like planning kids' birthday parties. I'm like, we need to invite everyone. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) Um, and then positivity, I feel like that can be my natural tendency just to see things as like, oh, everything's going to be okay. Just like it's a first instinct not to like dive into the hard but just that it's going to be okay um and developer I love to just see people grow and change and I really saw that a lot in discipling college students with crew I really enjoyed just like weekly discipleship challenging them seeing them change and grow uh, from their freshman to senior year and then woo I feel like I've seen that differently now with these different mom groups I've been in just loving to like connect with new people um, that has been really life-giving for me. Um, and then harmony we joke about because I feel that very strongly <laughs> and see that and Bracken does not have that as much, but where I just want everyone to get along all the time. And I come from a big family. And so that's just a lot of personalities working together. And I just want everyone to be happy at all times. And Bracken reminds me that that is not always possible and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I see experiences. What about you? Um, let's see. My top five in order were Woo, 
communication, positivity, connectedness, and individualization. So I feel like the first two with woo and communication, probably the way that I see those come up. So when I when I said my job is oil and gas, a lot of that is contract negotiation. You know, company XYZ wants to come and lease a certain amount of mineral acreage. And so I'm on the, the mineral owner's side and I'll go negotiate what the actual lease is going to look like, the wording of the lease, the compensation. And so woo and communication, I think, play a, a pretty significant role in just my ability to do my job. Positivity, similarly, similarly to what Rach was saying, that, that resonated with me, where, you know, right now in Austin, it's, it's below freezing and there's been a lot of rain. So all the, all the tree limbs are just about touching the ground and it sounds like gunshots going on outside with uh, all the limbs breaking. But, you know, I guess my positivity showing up in even this situation where it's like, well, you know, we can't control what happens and it's going to be okay. And if, uh, you know, if a limb busts our house, we'll just take the next steps and figure that out. And, you know, so I think that that can go both ways. If you can't find a silver lining, then it's kind of, it's kind of hard to, it's, it can be difficult to deal with that. Connectedness, really connectedness and individualization. I think I see come out in dealing with our children. We got a, like Rachel was saying earlier, we got a three-year-old and a two-year-old and their personalities are very different, but let's say one of them's feeling sad or upset about something. We can't figure it out. My brain tends to kind of start trying to connect the dots and say, okay, you know, it, it, we can't really figure out what it is on the surface that's making, making him upset, but I can look back and say, okay, well, he had that experience a year and a half ago. And I could see how that experience could in turn, you know, have stuck with him. And now in this completely unrelated, you know, seemingly unrelated um, emotional experience, I can see how those two things could, could potentially connect. So we'll, you know, we got a few of those going on right now, so we'll see if, see if I'm right or not, or maybe we won't. And then individualization, just again, I think of them and I think about how their personalities are so different and they need different things. They, they desire different things. They are good at different things and not as good at, at other things. And, you know, it, it's, I don't know if connectedness flows back into that, but it, it helps my mind to be able to think through, okay, how can I meet my child where he is in a way that he needs, as opposed to a way that I would need or a way that, you know, that makes sense from a 3000 foot view. Mm -hmm. I love that. Just kind of like you say, just being able just to see their each uniqueness. And obviously this, any stage of a child's life, there's always something going on, but just, just your attentiveness to them is really neat. Um, well, as you think about even just your relationship or things that y'all love about each other or enjoy about each other, can you see how there's anything that kind of correlates to your strengths or maybe even things that maybe, oh, we're kind of different on this and that's might be why these particular things are hard. Yeah. Wait, but why also why things might be hard, you ask? Yeah. I mean, just like, 
like as you see what how you both have different strengths do, are there any kind of patterns as you relate to each other or things like oh that's here we're having that challenge again or or I'm not an includer or I mean I don't know what it would be but oh, yeah that makes sense um I think this has helped me just to kind of know how Bracken's going to approach different situations. Like his responses aren't as surprising because I'm like, okay, he's really positive or connectedness and trying to see how things um, all relate. And so, yeah, just how he approaches situations isn't as surprising. And then something that I have loved about Bracken is his strength at communication he helps me to process things because I can be such an internal processor and then that can lead me to shut down. And he's so good at really pulling me out of my shell to keep processing. And then he can kind of put words to how I'm feeling. And he's also a great storyteller. And so it keeps things entertaining and fun too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been really thankful that we kind of dug more into his communication strength. I think that's really blessed our marriage and just how we parents our children. Yeah, I may have the communication uh, strength, but sometimes I feel like Rachel's better at it than I am. Just the way that she just described all that. I mean, to somewhat piggyback off of some of that, her, the the ways that we're different are, I think, some of the things that I love most about her and that I'm most grateful for. Like her number one's includer, number her number five is harmony. And I would I would say that like I, sometimes I, that can be a fault of mine. I'm not as much of an includer. Um, I can be fairly content just like, you know, maybe, maybe this is positive. I can be fairly content just kind of going with the flow. And I think that Rach can, you know, do a really great job gently reminding me like, Hey, we should, you know, we should ask so-and-so to our house to, you know, have supper or we should, you know, if we're having a, a back to the kids party idea, uh, why, why didn't we ask, why didn't we ask them to come to that? And I'm like, I didn't even think of them. That's, that's, you know, very godly of you, but kind of you. Um, but I just, I appreciate both of those things, the way that she can include others. And then also just the harmony that she brings to our family. I think of times that the kids are, are fighting or going nuts and, you know, I've, I've reached a, you know, I'm, I'm trying to work or I'm doing something and I'm kind of just not walking in the spirit, not not necessarily fixing to handle the, the situation right. And she can sense those things, sense that there might be some disharmony fixing to happen. And she can come in with a with a positive attitude and just like, you know, very gently and kindly speak to the kids, kind of redirect them. And I'm kind of blown away sometimes when she does that. I'm like, how did how'd you do how'd, how'd you it's do like that? It's like magic. Yeah. How'd you, <laughs> Back that up. Let's record this so I can watch this again and see if I can figure it out. Mm, that's so, that's neat. I know kind of like even as I meet with people, you know, in workshops or one-on-one, it we do kind of minimize what what our strengths look like and how we can do something like that so easily. And it's just sort of a no-brainer for her to think. It's not like she even needs to think about, yeah, I want these two little boys to work this out. And I don't know. I, I think just, I love just seeing how you notice that and can see the value in the differences. I know like it's, people just love to be with both of y'all. I mean, I think both of you have positivity and woo, and that's kind of an unusual combination for both people as a couple to have those. But 
Um, I see how you draw so many people in and like you say, invite people over and you just have a, a warm and inviting manner about both of you. And it's such a blessing and inspiring and, and meaningful. I mean, can you think of even lately, have there been any like new people that you've kind of had a radar on that, that maybe some people might not have noticed, but you were like, I want to reach out to this person. Uh, Rage, gosh, Rage nails that. I feel like every time somebody moves to town, somehow she finds out about it and just dives in with them. Um, I'm thinking specifically, there's a, there's a couple that just moved here not long ago, Jane and David that moved to town and, you know, right off the bat, I think she might, she's from Baton Rouge area. So Rach kind of knew that she was coming along, but you didn't know her beforehand, did you? No. No. So she kind of knew through some Baton Rouge people that she was coming to Austin and just right off the bat, you know, figured out her contact, got in touch with her and was like, well, let's, let's get together. Let's do stuff. And, and now, you know, I, I feel like they hang out pretty often and I've, you know, I've gotten to spend time with her husband and that's, that's happened at least three times in the last two years that I can think of where we've just like gained friendships because Rach has brought them in. I love that. Well, I know this might be a little personal, but um, we've hit a little bit on how you're different, but are there any particular topics or things that can be trouble spots? You might be a little vulnerable, but do you feel like you kind of have some of the same, like, oh, here we go again on this thing? I feel like maybe sometimes if I'm like, throwing out a new idea or the reason we should do something. We're currently house shopping and trying to decide on what parts of town to live in. I feel like Bracken can communicate so quickly and he has woo so strongly. And so I don't experience this a lot with him, but I do feel like the combination of woo, like trying to win me over through his communication. I could experience that at times where I'm like, wait, you just shot that back at me so quickly. I need to actually process that and think about it. Um, But it was so winsome. And so now I see your point. So I feel like maybe at times like that, or sometimes maybe I can get frustrated or impatient, just seeing those two strengths come together so quickly when I just like don't process like that. Yeah, we were, we were kind of discussing something along these lines last night about particularly early in our marriage. I think that honestly, I think that this strength finders core clarity stuff has really been helpful for us like learning each other and you know since we did that dig group i I don't know if that was a turning point but it seems like a like a happy coincidence if not that i think some of the stuff that you know we would struggle with earlier in our marriage or is just things that we know about each other now so we don't bump heads as hard and i think of i mean exactly what rach was just talking about and and you know, the way that I would experience it might be, I think I was talking about earlier with positivity, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for somebody with positivity to see kind of a positive situation in a, in a difficult situation or a positive, you know, part of that. But if you can't find something that's positive or a positive that could come out of a difficult situation, it can really, it can really turn into like, oh gosh, I'm, I'm feeling like really bad now, like over the top bad now, because, you know, maybe more bad than I should. I mean, I, I can experience that. And RH can too with, with, you know, positivity is higher up on her top five. And I think early on in our marriage, we'd be going through a scenario like Rach is 
talking about right now where I want to externally process and she needs time to think through things and process. And, um, you know, with the, with, you know, with the reverse positivity going on, I would probably just blow, blow past that and not even realize that she might be feeling things a little bit stronger than, than I was aware of and would just kind of continue to communicate and continue to want to communicate Mm -hmm. until we got it figured out when really what she needed was for me to like back off, let her think through things a little bit and then come back to the table and discuss. And so um, I think that core clarity certainly helped in that way for us to learn each other and, uh, and be able to, you know, I feel like I can back off a little bit quicker without feeling like, you know, like I need to run through a wall because we, we got to figure this out right now. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Well, you know, Rachel, one time I remember at the end of our workshop with your staff team once and asking what strength people enjoy and why they enjoyed it, you said positivity and you said why you liked it is because it was biblical. And it really, that really stuck with me because I think even though it's like none of these strengths are necessarily I mean, two of them are kind of spiritual nature, belief and connectedness, but, but even just the, the roots of how that, how you think of the positivity is with the biblical grid. Do you remember saying that? Vaguely that I feel like that was probably years ago before I had kids, but I think what I probably meant was saying it was biblical was just that like, because of the hope we have in Christ, we can find joy in every situation. And so like, yeah. if that's the root, then I'm like, okay, we can have like a positive spin. And no matter how hard something is, obviously it might feel hard and it's going to be a hard experience, but like the truth is that it will be okay because of my identity in Christ. So that's yeah, what I meant by that. Yeah. Well, I I, I even said that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love it because I think, you know, sometimes um, as believers, we can take some of these things for granted, but I would imagine you know, a lot of them, depending on what the strength is, we do have, you probably both have biblical grounding of why some of those strengths show up for you, like includer or harmony, or, I mean, I don't know, does anything else come to your mind of just, I mean, I know like for me having um, empathy, like I think of just that passage, putting on a heart of compassion, bearing with one another. I mean, I think there are certain things that I know that God teaches that I really gravitate to. And it does happen to be one of my strengths, but I don't know. Are there, is there anything that either one of you just think, Oh, I, I really just pound the table about this. This really matters to me. I think with harmony for me, that could be one that I tie to having a biblical ground really with saying like, okay, God tells us to love all people and like we need to be right with people. And also I think there might even be some like justice tied in there where it's just like, okay, you need to be right in your relationships with people. Yeah. Um, and so also the sin in that for me could be like, oh, you're a people pleaser by nature. And so maybe you just want everyone to be happy and not, you know, be at odds with each other. But um, so I probably have to check my motives within that. But harmony is another one that I see that having like a spiritual grounds too. Yeah. I think so for sure. I have that one also. And yeah, don't let the sun go down in your anger. And, yes. you know, there's a lot of things that relate to that. 
I would love to hear if either of you, or maybe both of you, if you have any fun, memorable Valentines that you think of. I know we could kind of unpack all these things about your strengths, and it is so fun just to see. I can just tell y'all love each other well, and that you you have a heart for other people. And I don't know, it's just really encouraging to see how that that plays out in your marriage. But is there any particular, I know Valentine's can be kind of a hot topic, you know, either you do it well, or a lot of times we miss it (laughs) with each other. So it could be a loaded question. I don't know. You could share Uh, the one when you had the flu. (laughs) So this was Valentine's of 2020. So just, just right before COVID hit the States and I got, uh, I got the flu and well, you know, I think it was the flu. might've been COVID, who knows, but I got the flu and we had a little, little kid, you know, under one. And my mom was renting a a duplex condo thing so that she could kind of come in town and, and she wasn't using it at the time. So we decided it'd be a good idea since we had such a little kid for me to go and ride out the flu over there for a time. So I did that and I was over there for however many days and it just kind of worked out that um, I was starting to really feel a lot better uh, on Valentine's Day. So I got out, I got out of bed, got out of the house and went and got some flowers and a card and texted Rach and was like, hey, I'm going to swing by the house and grab some more clothes. And she said, okay, could you, on your way over, pick up a HEB curbside order? I got some some groceries. Oh, sure. So I go by, and little did I know there was a little surprise in the HEB bag. And so I get to the house, and try not to get too close, because I still might, you know, have have the flu. But bring her flowers and a card, and she she's like, okay, thank you, and rummages through the, the bag real quick, and, and I'm thinking she's putting stuff up, and I'm kind of looking for, for our boy, and then I turn around, she's not there, and I was like, okay. A few minutes go by, like, where'd she go? And she comes <laughs> back, and she goes, I need you to close your eyes, I got you a little something for Valentine's. I said, oh, I, I didn't think we were doing that, I thought we said we weren't doing that, I'm sick, yeah feel bad now. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> she was like, no, no, it was just kind of a last minute deal. Uh, just a little something. Said, okay. So she goes, close your eyes, hold out your hand. And I do. And she puts a positive pregnancy test in my hands. <laughs> and Aww. And, uh, this was a complete surprise. We had a seven month old baby at the time. Oh, yeah, how exciting. Surprise. Yes, it was so fun. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely, there were some tears shed of both like, what are we going to do? And also <laughs> like, oh, this is amazing. We're going to have another little child. Oh, I don't think fun. I've ever heard that story. That's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Well, yeah. that probably takes the cake. That's an awesome story. <laughs> it's a pretty good Valentine's gift. Yes, that's great. Well, one last question I'd love to um, ask everybody. Um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Oh, man. I mean, like, we've, you know, we've we've been, we're, you know, we're parents of a three-year-old and a two-year-old. So there's some hard, you know, hard days in there with that. We're in the midst of kids being sick and then not sick and kids learning how to regulate their emotions and parents 
figuring out how to parent and, and act like adults. And, but I think lately we've just had some really sweet times as, as a little family of four. I mean, even today, you know, we're, it's, I guess I was saying it earlier, it's, it's freezing, it's raining outside, it's icy. So you can't really get out of the house and all the, you know, schools are shut down, everything's shut down right now. So we've kind of been regulated to the house, which, you know, could be an opportunity to get cabin fever and, and everybody get aggravated each other. But we, today was just a really sweet day of the four of us getting to play together and seeing the boys' imaginations come out as we build little forts in the house out of furniture mm-hmm. and, you know, ask them questions. And they tell these, tell us these stories that make no sense, but they're so into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, watching, you know, there's times I'd take a step back and just watch Rach interact with them. And it's just, you know, you could, you could tell that there's bonding and love happening and, yeah, so there's been there's been a lot of that going on lately, which has been really fun and an oasis, and uh, just you know grateful to the Lord for and and I mean it's been really cool too. That, you know, we were talking about the other day where we we're just like, man, I can really tell a difference when I sit down and I ask God to fill me with His Spirit as I go. You know, love my wife and kids through me, love my husband and kids through me, and help us to love you by loving them. And it just, it just really seems like when we sit down and, and submit ourselves and say, you know, like we, we can't do what you want us to do outside of you. And we recognize that that's exactly how you made us. You want us to rely on you and you delight in that. And then see him, you know, answer that prayer in the affirmative. Uh, it's, it's just really, it's real. that puts a smile on my face too. Just thinking that's the kind of God that we have uh, that delights in you know, being intimately present in, in our everyday life and in the, the small and the big things in our lives. Mm, that's awesome. I love that. What a sweet day y'all had. Love that. What about you, Rachel? What, what's brought joy to you lately or put a smile on your face? I was going to say something similarly. Um, I feel like for the longest time, our boys were far, I guess, further apart in age, where one was still a little baby and one was a toddler. But now that they are both toddlers kind of moving into little boyhood, they love playing with each other. And that has been so fun, which, yes, they can totally get into it and fight and be a little too rough. But they really love each other. Like when one isn't awake, can I go wake Bracken up? Can I go wake Bowen up? And they just get really excited to see each other. They make each other laugh. And it is just so, so sweet. And so we are praying that they will continue to have a sweet little friendship as they get older. But I have just loved the stage that they are in. And so that has been really, really fun. Oh, they are just so darling. It's so fun to see them and see y'all just love on them. Well, thank y'all so much for taking time just to chat and give us a glimpse into you and your strengths and just how they're helping you just be all that God wants you to be. And again, you both bless so many people and it's a delight to be with you. So thank you so much. Thanks. So Take much, care. Barbara. Uh, thanks for having us on Miss Barbara. We feel the same way about you and Warren. Oh, well, thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. 
If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.